0: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Procletics Podcast Episode 7. I'm still here, I'm still your host, and we're going to get right into these topics, Canelo Alvarez, Billy Joe Saunders, yeah man. So the fight, the unification fight, actually happened last Saturday, where Canelo Alvarez ultimately stopped Billy Joe Saunders on the stoop after the 8th round. By fracturing his orbital bone and cracking his skeleton in his head in three other places. My God, man. What in the hell? What type of strength is that? Yeah, so he retired Billy Joe Saunders on the stoop. I don't see Billy Joe Saunders coming back. After an injury like that, man, that, that that's a tough one. You know, and you've got all these critics out here talking about, Oh, he quit on the stoop. He quit. He's a sucker. You go out on your shield. Let me tell y'all something, man. If y'all haven't experienced that injury, then shut the hell up. A big shut the hell up. And that goes for anybody who disagrees. Your whole orbital bone destroyed. Four other places on the side of your face destroyed. But you would have just kept going, huh? Nah, I know you wouldn't. There is no way in the hell. None of you have even ever been hit by Canelo Alvarez, yet alone anybody who hits remotely close to that. So until you suffer an injury like that, it's really good that you just stay in your place. So let's get into the differences of why I believe that injury took place along with Billy Joe Saunders not really affecting Canelo Alvarez with the shots that he caught him with. Now, a few judges Possibly had Billy Joe Saunders up on the card. I don't know how. I don't know what fight they were watching. But anyway. There is a huge difference between. Billy Joe Saunders and Canelo Alvarez. And that's how I train my boxers as well. And I've had this conversation before on IG and other things like that. Fighters these days don't train for strength and power. They don't train for strength or power. Ever since Floyd Mayweather graced the sport, they only looked at Floyd's pad work with his uncle Roger. You know, uh, rest in peace to his his uncle Roger Mayweather. But they only look at that pad work. And they confuse that nowadays with boxing. If you look on IG right now and look up the majority of boxing people or people who are training boxers or people who just generally want to take boxing, up as a method of getting in shape what's the first thing that you see pads 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 people want to hear the pop on the pads and for some reason they think that that's the end all be all for learning how to box which cannot be any further from the truth any further from the truth all boxers should have a strict strength and conditioning regimen accent on the strength because everybody gets conditioned right everybody does their road work allegedly everybody does their road work and things of that nature to get their wind up their sprints whatever the case is you know a lot of fighters don't even hit the heavy bag enough nowadays but canelo alvarez trains for power strength and endurance so if you go back and watch the fight or watch the fight highlights on youtube when you hear canelo alvarez punch be it a flush punch. Or a punch that's being blocked. it sound, You hear the thud on the, on the punch. You hear a, a nice heavy quality shot. So he punches with a purpose. When you punch with a purpose. An individual is not going to last that long. Obviously. You know you punch with a purpose. And you're going to break a, a man or break your opponent down. Boxers nowadays don't train enough for strength. They don't train enough for power. They just train to get likes on Instagram. You know, they train to get, you know, their blue check mark and some comments from their buddies, comments from their friends or whatnot. That shit isn't boxing. Anybody can go to Dick Sporting Goods, um, what's these other sports stores? Uh, Academy Sports and Outdoors, whatever the case is, or go on Amazon and order them a pair of boxing mitts and pads. And voila, they're a boxing trainer. No IQ, no ice, no experience. They've never sparred, never been in the ring themselves, never trained, but they've got a pair of mitts. You've seen them with a pair of mitts and they proclaim themselves, themselves as boxing trainers. That's the majority of these boxing trainers that you see nowadays, especially online. You got them shitty ones and Atlanta is oversaturated with them. These, these shitty boxers, or boxing trainers who have these individuals out here swinging wildly, looking terrible. But as long as they hear a pop on the pad, they think that they're ready to go out there on the streets and handle themselves. And they're feeling this false sense of security as to where, hey, we just boxed. We learned how to do something. You didn't learn a damn thing. You learned how to really go out there and get hurt. That's what you're learning. So pad work is really a thing that I've really slowed down on with my fighters, honestly. Um, It's more so that you need to teach them IQ. You need to teach them how to think in the ring. You need to teach them how to be strong. And because a lot of these trainers aren't really trainers, aren't experienced in this shit, they don't know what to teach you all. You know, so anyway, I'm not going to give away all of what I do with my fighters. That's privilege to them. You know, I actually teach that to people who just genuinely say they want the box to get in shape i'm gonna show you how to box i'm not gonna do this nine round um safeway type of technique where you can just go in there punch around on some things and feel like you've done something now if you come to me if you come to coach reese you can ask anybody that you're gonna learn how to box i'm gonna teach you a through y on the box and z would be the fight so you're gonna know how to do a through y if you ever decided to compete if you ever got into an altercation outside of the gym, you're going to be straight. It's going to be a short day of work <laughs> for you. But back to uh, Canelo and Billy Joe Saunders. Canelo hits with a purpose. Canelo is the truth right now. Number one pound for pound. I don't care what anybody says. You can go argue it, whoever you want to. You know, he's going after Caleb Plant right now, which is the other belt holder in the super middleweight division. Man, and I see Canelo dominating that one as well. He's too strong, too smart, and he's got excellent defense and head movement. So you've got an individual who can literally stand in front of you, disappear while he's standing in front of you, and counter with hellacious shots. Man, good luck to whoever faces that. While we're on the subject of boxing, let's talk about Joshua Fury. Fury, Joshua. Uh, That fight just got made, possibly an August 7th or an August 14th date. But the fight is made. Uh, The paperwork has been signed. I've got Anthony Joshua winning. Say what you want to say. Tyson Fury is good. He's 6'9, he moves good on his feet. That's all I got for uh, Tyson Fury. And he has good head movement. But Tyson Fury, in my opinion, still punches very sloppy. If you go back and watch him in this past couple of fights, his punches are sloppy. He smothers his way in. Um, I don't even see him fighting too, too well backwards. But Anthony Joshua likes to come forward. He likes to throw the uppercuts, which Tyson Fury has shown himself to be susceptible to. And um, Anthony Joshua also trains for power and strength as well as conditioning. He's lost his weight. He's got his weight down to a manageable weight. If you look at his fight with uh, Povietkin that he had, not Povietkin, what's the other guy? Uh, The last guy, what is his name? I can't even remember. Um, Anyway, if you look at his last fight, his name is not registering with me me right now. Um, He really picked him apart. He really boxed. And he really showed that he has what it takes, in my opinion, to beat Tyson Fury. He can fight as the smaller man. So I've got Anthony Joshua in that fight. You could take up whoever you want to. I got Anthony Joshua actually by knockout. Tyson Fury has shown that he can be knocked down. He's shown that he's sloppy with his punches. They're flailing everywhere. Um he, but he's six nine with good feet. And that's why everybody's, you know, oohing and on right now. You know, Anthony Joshua's like six six, so it's only a three inch difference. But once he gets in there with somebody who's, you know, technically sound as he is, i see it going after me, Joshua's well. I'll be back after this.
1: If I could hold up a mirror to make you see what I see When I look at you it would probably make your head a little bit Reality is I see forever whenever we stand together I just wish that it could come a little quicker And nah, I ain't being impatient or in a rush It's just that I get a rush every time we touch Can't get enough, this is love with a hint of lust This is a future and success, baby, this is us Who can you trust but the one you give your life to And spend your nights with? And think about them every day with a tight fist. She holds me tight with both hands like I might slip. And press me close like Velcro, like I might stick. Don't mean to pressure you, but I love you more than revenue. This is a type of love I never knew. A better me can mean a better you. ever young and forever new. I must admit this is the real thing. Hugs and kisses, Mr. and Mrs. Insert last name, baby bitch. I must admit this is the real thing. Flowers and roses for no reason. And it don't matter the season. I must admit this is the real thing. And I promise to never end. And even if we do begin again, I must admit this is the real thing. Real thing. i got to say this is the real thing. Real thing. I never thought of a wedding or marriage till I met a queen that made me feel like a king. And now reality just feels like a dream A nightmare at times, although I know sometimes she gets mean But then she bring me back a plate with some of my favorite cuisine With a napkin and a drink It's funny how her actions counteract the way I think I must admit she got me boxed in Some days she make me wanna box Some days I wanna beat the box like we boxed Solemnly swear that I want forever, I can't settle for less Just clear your calendar for life and let me handle the rest No need to question it, cause I already got the answer She got a kiss that kills Cam. I must admit this is the real thing Hugs and kisses, Mr. and Mrs. Insert last name, baby fish I must admit this is the real thing Flowers and roses for no reason And it don't matter the season I must admit this is the real thing And I promise to never end And even if we do begin again I must admit this is the real thing Real thing, I gotta say this is the real thing Real thing
0: That's my man, Primo NXL out of Saginaw, Michigan. Of course, produced by yours truly. I told you, I'm bringing out all the tracks that I find that I've produced for everybody else. Let's get into an interesting subject. Fat shaming, fat shaming. I posted something about this this morning. I posted a question. Uh, What is the difference between fat shaming and telling a friend or a loved one, or someone you care about that, you know, you feel that they need to lose a little weight because they're getting unhealthy. You know, in this society, it's wrong to tell anybody or call anybody out on their flaws. It's like, you just have to accept people for who they are, you know, not who they could be. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's right. I think that you should be in someone's life to help them bring the best out of themselves. And when you see potential in someone, then you should help inspire them or motivate them to reach their full potential. If you're not living life at your full potential, then you're not living life at all. In my opinion, this is all my opinion. You know, loving someone as they are and loving someone as they could be are two totally different things. So you could love someone right now, but if you see potential in someone, should you not say, oh man, I see greatness in you, or I see something better in you, or if you, you know, kind of went this direction, you could do a lot more. Or if you go that direction, you could be a lot more successful. So who's the wrong person? Is it the person who says, love me as I am, or is it the person who keeps their potential sight or insight of what they see in somebody to themselves who's the selfish one here who's the wrong one I think the wrong one is the person who says love me as I am you know love me as I am and you know fat shaming and love me as I am those are toxic statements to me you know because that is confused in the realm of self-love How is that self-love when you are doing something completely destructive to yourself? It's destructive. It's self-destruction. But yet in the same token, you're saying love me as I am. I'm showing self-love by destroying my damn self. Make it make sense. You're eating things that you know you shouldn't be eating. You're drinking things that you know you shouldn't be drinking. You're smoking things that you know you shouldn't be smoking. But you say you love yourself and people just have to accept you as you are. That is the most asinine, ass backwards scenario I've ever witnessed in my life. You know, the freedom of choice for a lot of adults nowadays is ruining people. You know... I'm going to say something kind of controversial here. Too many freedoms. Too much freedom for a lot of people. I can tell that a lot of people are just, and adults. I'm talking about adults, not even, you know, adolescents going into adulthood. A lot of adults are just generally, generally undisciplined as hell. But because they have the freedom of choice to be undisciplined, eh, they can do whatever they want to do. And then expect for people to feel sorry for them after they make these choices, which are clearly not in their best interest. I don't feel sorry for people. I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for a lot of people. There are situations as to where, you know, the the situations are placed on people and they could not help it and it just happened or whatnot. There are those cases. Don't get me wrong. Those people, they have my sympathy. You know, there are those rare occurrences but on the other hand when it's a decision when it's a decision and an undisciplined adult makes the wrong decision constantly over and over and over and over again years of decision making going down the drain decades of decision making going down the drain and then you expect someone to feel sorry for you when you knew better That's like putting a gun in someone's hand and they shoot themselves in the foot and then they've got five more bullets in the chamber and they're sitting there watching their foot bleed and you say, hey, I don't think you should do that again. And they know they shouldn't do it again, but you know what they do? Click, click, load it again, pow, shoot again. Now they've got four bullets and two bullet holes in their feet, feet sitting there bleeding. You see the foot bleeding. They see the foot bleeding. Then you say, hey, I don't think you should do that again. They look at their bleeding ass foot, look down at it again. Guess what they do? You undisciplined ass adult, load it again, shoots their damn foot again. At what point do you just walk away from the situation? That's me. I'm Mr. Walkaway. I'm Mr. Hey, I'm going to try to make this known to you. But I'm not going to sit here and put that energy into you if it's obvious as hell that you are not going to listen anyway. You're an undisciplined ass adult who's going to keep doing self-destructive things to you and then you're going to want wowsy, wowsy, woo-woo. The world's against me. Oh my God, this rain cloud is, oh, the world is so terrible and people do me wrong and I keep running into misfortune and bad circumstances and now, hell no. I'm not hearing that at all. You keep making those dumb decisions. I can't believe some of the dumb decisions that are made by adults. But it's the freedom of choice. It's the fact that they have these choices to do these things. It's like they're empowered by ignorance and excuses. I'm not just talking from a fitness realm. I'm talking in life in general. You know, you get these people or athletes who get these golden opportunities. Athletes who can't let go of the hood. They get prime time situations, like the the opportunity of a lifetime that most of us will not see because we're not in that realm. We're not that gifted to get that opportunity. But guess what? You've been given this opportunity. But because you can't leave the hood alone, the hood gets you. And then wowsy, wowsy, woo-woo. I got kicked out the NFL or I got kicked out of this or kicked out of that or I'm out of the NBA and boom, I'm back in the hood. Now, like I said, I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking about those rare few who want to go back to the hood, stun on the hood, and, you know, get robbed, get set up, you know, get around that dumb stuff that you should have left behind and those dumb people that you should have left behind, you know. And company people play a lot into this. You know, your company is who you are. Your company is who you are. If you're going back to the hood to visit old hood friends and your old hood friends aren't doing anything to elevate themselves, get the hell away from them. When you're in a position of growing and growth and things of that nature and you look around and the people around you are not about growth, you gotta leave them. You gotta let them be. You can't always pull inanimate objects. That's like pulling a square rock. They gotta be willing to cut it cut themselves into a circle so you can pull them and then guess what they'll start rolling on their own but most of these people have unwilling company around them people who don't want to change people will say oh my god the world's against me wowsy wowsy woo woo why is everybody well i can't change i can't do this i can't choice choice freedoms you know everybody has the freedom of choice unfortunately the majority of people choose the wrong paths you are responsible for you whatever you put out is what you will get back it's a universal law it's the law of attraction the law of attraction is real and it doesn't just start with what you say about yourself it starts with what you think about yourself before anything was created it started with the thought first so that's the main thing that you have to guard Get away from negative people. Get away from them. And stop blaming everybody else for your mishaps. You're doing it to yourself. You are where you are right now because of the sum of your decisions. Bottom line. And they influenced me. They put it in my face. I, I had to do this. She came around. I, nah, hell nah. You knew it was wrong. You did that. Everybody has a good way of looking outside at the world. Blaming the world for their ignorance and their and their and their mess ups. But that mirror, woo, that mirror tells a whole different story. When you gotta look yourself in the eyes, some of you can't even stand your reflection because you haven't made peace with your demons. That's why a lot of you are stuck where you're at right now, because you haven't even made peace with your demons. You haven't forgiven yourself, you haven't forgiven those who've done you wrong or whatever or, or or you thought did you wrong or whatnot and you carry that around with you emotional baggage all on you you haven't let that go so you can't succeed you can let it go give yourself permission to be the best self stop making excuses stop making excuses I can't stand when adults make excuses why haven't you lost this weight yet? Ah uh, man, the weekend I get around such and such and I just got to go out and eat. And I go out and eat with my wife too. But guess what? I make the right decisions while I'm there. And she respects my decisions. I'm with someone who wants to elevate with me. Are you with someone who wants to elevate with you? It's time to take a good look before you go any further. Are you with someone who respects your decisions? Are you with someone who knows you who's going to encourage you who's going to tap you on your shoulder like hey i don't think you should be doing that like that's that's really not a good you know look for you that's not really where you want to head you really need to look at the people who are around you i'm around so few people that i don't even have a circle i might have a quadrant or or something like that like i I don't know i i don't have a circle like that my circle (laughs) is not complete you know a lot of circles are clicky and things of that nature, and I've never been like a clicky type of guy, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't too much do social circles or whatnot. But the few people who I do associate with, be it my wife, and be it a couple other, you know, good fellows of mine, good brothers of mine, they are all looking for elevation. They are all matching energy. So when we get around each other, guess what? That energy elevates. That's people who I can share ideas with people who i can grow with people who won't look at me crazy when i say hey i'm about to do this because i don't say i'm about i i I really don't like saying i'm about to do something i just i'm just really a result driven guy but if i do shoot an idea out or tell them what i'm going to do because i don't tell them what i'm thinking about doing i'm telling them what i'm going to do they don't look at me crazy like it doesn't sound absurd so how's your company i'll be back after this
2: Blame you, you, on me. You, you. We got problems, we got problems Up and down, this back and forth, thank you, you me. Want me to own up to my past Well, I can do that for you, baby Because you smile with me and laugh What them thoughts just drive you crazy Be like, who's that girly on your Instagram The pics you post you liking all of them you, you, you. And there's another stunting on the book Tagging pictures and I know you look you, you. With what I do, I know it's hard to trust me But I'm trying my best to change And I know it ain't that easy There's no excuse, lady Treat me like a man Stop lurking around like you're trying to get tabs on a brother Treat me like a man Girl, you ain't the police, so why you trying to report to your mother? Treat me like, like a man Now if you did what you're supposed to do I would be running home to you It ain't hard to understand You need to treat me like a Treat me like a So here we go again Late nights and arguing Makeup is great but what's the point if we fall back again? Go ahead and say something Cause you ain't said nothing First step to fixing any problem Is admitting something I don't think it's fair Come to my senses you ain't doing the same And deep down I know you care But I ain't stupid girl we both need changing like Who's that girly on your Instagram? The pics you post, you like liking all of them And there's another stuntin' on the book Tagging pictures and I know you look With what I do, I know it's hard to trust me But I'm trying my best to change And I know it ain't that easy There's no excuse, lady Why are you trying to report to your mother? Treat me like Now, a if you did what you're supposed to do, I would be running home to running you. Home now, to it ain't you. hard to understand.
0: I produce for r&b people too man i just like and love good music man good music is where it's at so check this out two fitness things i'm going to get on real quick and then i'm going to close this podcast up first thing i'm going to get on is under eating the right foods so really quickly a lot of you aren't losing weight or losing body fat because you're under eating the right foods So naturally, because we go out and eat a lot of junk food in America, because we have some of the worst eating habits in the world, we are used to eating small portions of badass food, right? So what we do when we get over to trying to eat correctly and eat a nutrient-based or nutrient-dense nutrition plan, we eat small amounts of the healthy stuff. Listen, let me tell you something. I have a hard time... I am 6'2", a little bit over 6'2", somewhere between 6'2 and 6'3. But I'm 6'2 something and 191, between 191 and 194 pounds. I have a hellacious time trying to consume 2,500 calories. When you actually look at your food and you track it and you weigh it like you're supposed to, the amount of healthy food that you're supposed to eat looks like a plethora <laughs> of food. When I look at that one cup of egg whites every morning, I'm like, golly, a full cup of liquid egg whites all over my plate. You know, um, when you're eating like you're supposed to, you're eating food that your body is actually going to use, you're going to eat a larger portion of it. So the majority of you are not getting the muscle tissue that you need and not losing the body fat that you that you desire because you are simply under eating you know the narrative out there is that you know you eat a smaller amount you know that your stomach's gonna shrink which is true to a certain extent that your stomach's gonna shrink or whatever and you know you're eating in the deficit or whatnot listen my caloric deficit (laughs) which is the 2500 looks like a boat load of food a lot of you are under eating and it's going to cause you all to get frustrated over and over and over again. So my suggestion, my remedy is number one, weigh your food, weigh and track your food. You have to weigh and track your food. Let's just call it what it is. You have to weigh and track your food. There's no way around it. How do I track mine? I use my Fitness Pal on my app, which is a free app. You can download it. You could actually use the barcode scanner, the QR scanner or whatever and scan the barcode on your foods and it'll pop up and you could put in how much that you've ate. I use measuring cups when I like use vegetables or when I eat vegetables or something. I use measuring cups when I eat egg whites. When I weigh my meats, I use my food scale. You can't get around it, everybody. Y'all are really beating yourselves down the wrong thing you know um another topic i'm going to touch on really quick is people who have these goals based on someone else's genetics my god let's get into this one this is a touchy one guess what all women aren't made to have big butts all men aren't made to have huge chest your genetics <laughs> Are completely individual congratulations congratulations on being the only person in the world on the planet who has that set of genetics now why not embrace that gift a lot of you look on these social media platforms and I keep having to say social media because social media has ruined the authenticity of true fitness True fitness isn't just looking like something, but we'll get on some, We'll get on that tangent later on. But people have goals based on everybody else's genetics, especially, especially, I can't, I was gonna say especially women with the butt thing because every woman wants a, a muscle butt or whatever, so they do squats. I got a real secret for you all. Y'all ready for this? Squats don't just work the butt. Squats work your quads, your hamstrings, your calves, your core. So these first videos that y'all see with the new um, workout pants that they wear, where it's tied up to crack and all that stuff. Listen, it is all false. It's all a lie. Y'all are listening to people who take great pictures and have their rear. Y'all probably don't even know what their faces look like. (laughs) But uh, yeah, anyway. Stop basing your goals off of someone else's genetics, especially when it comes to body types. Like I've told you all, I do not have the genetics as to where I will have that small tapered waist. I'm a mesomorph. Ectomorphs have the small tapered waist or whatever. So I don't care. I don't give a damn. I'm going to make the best of my genetics. Some of you are endomorphs, which are the heavier people who carry more body fat, and you're chasing after ectomorph status. Let it go. Not going to happen. Make the best of your endomorph genetics and vice versa. You know what's crazy about that endomorph? If you're the endomorph listening, guess what? The ectomorph wishes that it could be like you. That's the gym sanity of it all. Gym sanity. Gym sanity is when two people look at each other and they look envious of each other. Because guess what? The ectomorph struggles to put on muscle tissue. They struggle to put on weight. So they envy the person who puts on weight or has the bigger physique. In hindsight of that, or on the other side of that coin, the person who has the heavier physique looks at the endomorph. Like, my God, I wish I could drop down to that, yada, yada. Listen, man, stop it. Stop it. It's insanity. It's insane. Be you. Look at your genetics, make peace with your genetics, and guess what? You're going to get further than any time that you've actually worked out or had goals before because you're at peace with yourself you understand that you're only going to be you at the end of the day i know that that definitely happened for me i used to look at other individuals like man i wish i could be like that oh shit it's not working out i wonder why ding dummy you're not them you're you so turn around and be you embrace who you are that goes for standards of beauty as well I was born with a big forehead. You can't even roast me on that because I know I have a big forehead. What you gonna do about it? I have a birthmark under my eye, my left eye that people have said, uh, you got a black eye? Nah, it's a birthmark. You got anything else for me? Damn, what was that? Oh, yeah, if you hear any construction behind me, they're building a subdivision right by my house. Literally right behind my house. But anyway, make peace with your genetics the things that people consider flaw or that you consider flaws could actually be beautiful maximize who you are love who you are people okay can we do that can we do that much it's for you self-disciplined or self-undisciplined adults get your life in order get your life in order man you know and it's always (laughs) it's always the undisciplined ass adults who want to use the narrative I'm my only competition well if you're undisciplined and lazy as hell, what's the push? That's no competition. All you have to do is wake up 5 minutes earlier and bam, you've already beat that individual. All you got to do is not sip as much Coca-Cola or sweet tea and you've already beat that individual. A lot of y'all got to compete. You are not strong enough to be your only competition. I'm my only competition. I'm not in compare uh, I'm not going to compete with anybody else. No, you need to compete. You need to be yourself, but you need to compete. Get in a competitive sport. Do something. Because undisciplined adults is really not a good look. All right, y'all. I'm, I'm going to chalk this podcast up for the day. Because, yeah, this one has ran longer than the rest of them. Hey, if you like my podcast, share it with your friends. Listen with your friends. You can check out my website, www.prophletics.com fit i've got my youtube link there i've got some merchandise on there some towels some shirts some shaker bottles and all of that good old stuff if you want your music played here you can also send that i can't say that it's gonna pass the screening matter of fact <laughs> this is what i do i'll let you all pick it so when it gets here i'm gonna let the listeners choose for themselves should that be in the rotation or not All right, so send all your music submissions to PropAletics at gmail.com. You spell it like it's in the podcast title. And other than that, I'm out of here, man. I've got to go train myself and get ready for the Georgia State Golden Gloves because Alabama's dragging their feet and I don't wait on anybody. So two fights I'm definitely gonna have. June and August. And I've got to do what I got to do. All right, I hope y'all have a good one